ahead and share tonight's episode with someone, with a friend. And if you're driving in your car, let someone know where they can hear TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real-life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. Episode of TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Hey guys, real quick, you know how we like to do it. Don't visit our YouTube page that's coming something good with a capital T. There it is, right there on your screen. And as always, I want to give a huge shout out to my biggest supporter, my biggest fan, my lovely wife, Nicole. Hey girl, how you doing? I know you're watching, I know you're listening. Guys, I am excited to be here tonight. Can't you tell I got just a little bit extra going on with me, man? I mean, tonight's episode, today's show is going to be a fantastic one. Wait, wait, behind me? Yeah, guys, this month, February is Black History Month, and we will be celebrating it each month, uh, each day during this month, guys. Thank you. And it's all about the accomplishments that African-Americans have contributed to the entire world. So I tell people this, no matter where you were born, you were made to impact the world. No matter what somebody thinks about you, you were born to impact the world. It doesn't matter if you were born in Uganda. It doesn't matter if you were born in Ethiopia. It doesn't matter if you were born in Chicago. Wherever you were born, you were born to impact the world. And if you are listening to this show for the very first time, this is your first time hearing my voice, let me take the time to tell you thank you. I'm so glad that you're here, whether you found me by accident or maybe someone told you about the show. Either way, I'm glad you're here. It's a Travis man, listen. I've been listening to your show for the four years you've been streaming. You have? Thank you very much. And if you're listening in China or if you're listening in the Philippines or maybe you are in Norway or maybe you're in Belgium or in France, let me tell you thank you wherever you are around the world for listening to the show. Guys, listen, everybody knows that this show is all about finding moments of inspiration and with everyday people like you and with me. So if you have an inspiring story that you would like to share and maybe come on the show, guys, drop us an email. That's T-E-L-L, me something, 21, at gmail.com. And he said, Travis, man, I know somebody that has an inspiring story, but I don't want to come on the show. Uh, I'm a little camera shy. That's okay. Drop us their information at T-E-L-L, me something, 21, at gmail.com. Guys, uh, I'm really excited that you're here. Excited that you decide to join the show. And guys, listen, uh, we're going to play some very brief information from our affiliate sponsors. Once we get that out the way, we're going to come right back and we're going to dive into this because you don't want to miss this show. You don't want to miss this episode. We're going to go away. We'll be right back. Here we go. Walmart is a proud associate sponsor of TMG Tell Me Something Good podcast. Please use the special link, bit.ly forward slash tell me something good and visit our sponsor. Remember, I may earn a commission when you buy through the flink. Amazon. Amazon is the world's largest online retail store. Please use the special link bit.ly forward slash tell me something A-M-Z-N for Amazon. 
With Amazon, you can spend less and smile more. Please visit one of our online sponsors today. There it is, guys. Thank you. Please visit one of our online sponsors, guys. You won't want to miss that. I'm pretty sure they have some great deals for you. Now, guys, I know everybody's been kind of wondering, well, Travis, what is today's episode title about? What's it going to be, guys, if you have not caught it? Today's episode title is about Strong Enough. Yeah, I know you've been wondering what we're going to talk about today. It's Strong Enough. And I know it is going to be a good one, guys. Let me get some things set up here. Listen, uh, I was thinking about this show, and as I began to think about it, you ever be a little kid, and I know my grandson does this, he has this thing, he likes to say, I'm strong, I'm strong, and every little kid, I don't know a kid that has never done this, that ever flexed their muscles, whether they're a girl, boy, it doesn't matter, they've always, I'm strong, I'm strong, because there's something to say about the strength that we have, and from the smallest child to an aging adult. We all believe that we are strong, but it's only when that strength is tested that we truly know our limits and our strength. Listen, guys, surviving domestic violence, it requires a different type of strength. Listen, the numbers from the National Coalition of Domestic Violence indicate that on average, on average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner here, right here in the United States. And during one year, get this, one year, this equates to more than 10 million women and men. That's one in four women and one in nine men. What, men? Men, absolutely. See, what you have to understand about abuse is this. It blurs the line. It doesn't care what your gender is. Abuse does not care. I'm not going to start it just yet. Uh, today's guy's special guest has a unique and inside perspective on her own harrowing and, and courageous journey through domestic violence. She is an award-winning author and domestic violence survivor and advocate. Guys, listen, do me a favor. Give a huge TMG welcome to our special guest, Teresa LaRue. Teresa, come on on here, girl. How you doing today? Hi, Travis. I'm doing great. And how are you? I am fantastic. Uh, can't you tell? Yep, yep, yep. Thanks so much for having me. Listen, uh, you being here, you are honoring the show. You are honoring us for being here. I am so glad that you are. Thank you so much for being here today, Teresa. And I know you had a busy schedule, but I'm glad you came to TMG. I, I will always make time for you, Travis, my friend. Always. Yes, yes. Guys, listen, I, this is going to be a good one, man. Uh, Teresa, thank you so much. Uh, this is going to be good. Guys, uh, I, I want to start with some things here. Uh, I mentioned I gave some numbers out earlier and I talked about some things. Again, I'm excited to have you here with us today, Teresa. Now, your story, but your story is very remarkable. Uh, and, and you notate that in your book. And we'll talk about your book later. Uh, we'll bring that up later. But your story is absolutely remarkable. I know you and you've talked and you and I have kind of talked a bit. And, and as she said, we've talked quite a bit. Uh, do you mind letting the audience know just briefly a bit about yourself, about yourself, Teresa? No, absolutely not. I I am an open book, so to speak, Travis. Um, I was a uh, competitive bodybuilder, and I met someone else and um, started a relationship with him, as you know, is in my book. And um, you know, abusers are very quiet in the beginning. They very silently get into your head and into your heart. And the next thing I knew, the physical uh, abuse started. And, um, you know, you know, you've read my book. Um, you try and try to get away. You know, a lot of people know me as that big, strong bodybuilder. And the first words out of their mouth is, well, why didn't you leave? And how could you let somebody hit you? Like right, that? right, right. You know? Yeah. 
And what people don't realize is when they start speaking like that to a, a victim or survivor, you're just adding to the layers of abuse. Oh you're making me feel even more worthless than I did before. You know, mm -hmm. like I can't do anything right. I can't even leave right. And us. Yep. So please, please, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask your listeners, please, if you know someone, you know, just tell them, I'm proud of you. I'm right. proud that you got away, or I'm proud that you're making steps to get away. And and good for you. You know, but please don't ask them why didn't you leave or why did you stay or why are you still there? Why are you putting up with it? Don't do that. Uh, uh, why did you take it so long? Yes. You know, that, that, yes. That's the one. That's the one I always why did why did you take it so long? What do you mean why did yep. it take it so long? Yeah, you know, you know Teresa, uh, there uh, I gave the numbers earlier uh about you know domestic violence here in the United States. And each one of those people, each one of those numbers I gave represents people. It's yes. not just a number. Each one of those numbers is a person. It's a person attached to that number, person with emotions, with feelings, and and, 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 and character, everything they have posted. But but also attached to that number is a story. Yes. Each, each, each one of those numbers is a story. And everybody's story is a journey. And every journey is, is different. So you are a domestic violence survivor, conqueror. I'm going to say survivor. You are a conqueror because you conquered it. Uh, man, you literally conquered it. Uh, everyone's journey. Those numbers are uh, some, represent somebody's journey, where they are in the journey of domestic violence. So everyone's journey uh, through that type of trauma is different. How did yours begin? And at which point did you begin to realize there was a problem? You know, as I said in the beginning, um, they get into your head and then they get into your heart. And you start saying, oh, well, if I just did this better, if I just, you know, acted differently, he wouldn't be so mad. He wouldn't get so mad. And, and then, you know, I promised that I would, I would stay with him, that I would love him. You know, I, I promise you promise that when you get in a relationship and what I needed to realize, and I think you saw this in my book at the very end of the book, I actually thanked my abuser because he made me realize that love is not unconditional. Love has to have boundaries. It has to have parameters that once you cross those, you lose my love. Love, My love is a privilege. Everyone's love is a privilege. And if we choose to give it to someone, if you don't take care of it, we're allowed to take it back and walk away. And I remember distinctly, I was trying to help him get into a halfway house. Unfortunately, he was bipolar, didn't want to take his medication, thought that that made him less than a man. He was uh, an alcoholic. He was a drug addict. So he had all these things in a big bowl, you know, working against him and me. Uh -huh. And um, I tried to help him and he, he turned away from me when I tried to help him get into some help. And that day I just went, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. And, you know, the national average is about seven times that uh, a victim will go back to their abuser. And I was wow. right at seven. That's incredible. That's that's a, and, and and I like something that you said, and that I know a lot of people are going to. I know everybody that's listening. I know you're going to come on, watch it, keep watching. Thank you. I know uh, people are going to really like what you said. That your love is a privilege. You don't just because we meet and we get to know each other doesn't mean. You deserve that part of me. Doesn't mean you deserve that part that 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 intimate part of love of me. If I give it to you, that is a privilege. And you 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 mentioned something that you said that abusers typically are they're kind of subtle. It's not at first. They don't show their hand at first. It's like a card game. You know, you hold that ace in the back, and in the back of their mind, they are already aware of what they're going to do. They've already had their plans of what they're going to do, and you don't see it at first because, well, this is a nice person. This is a nice individual. And by the time you you in a relationship, you're not in the relationship with the person you met. You're in the relationship with the person they actually are. Right, because that person that you originally met, he doesn't exist. He or she wow. doesn't exist. Wow. You know, that is a, is a mask. 
that they put on to get you. And, you know, somebody said this to me when I was going through this, they said, mm -hmm. you know, Teresa, you're intelligent, you're, you're, you know, physically very strong, you're, right, right. you know, you've done a great job, all those things. The reason you were chosen as a victim is because you're a bigger prize. Because if he was able to get into you, that was huge. And I thought about that. And, and for a split second, it made me feel better. But then it made me mad. It made me really, really mad. And, you know, it's interesting that we're having this conversation during Black History Month. Because I remember distinctly a few days after hearing that, I came across a quote from one of my favorite women of all time, Maya Angelou. And she said, I can be changed by what has happened to me, but I refuse to be reduced by it. Ooh. And I'm like, man. Wow. Let me, let me tell you, Travis, I changed. I realized, you know, I was the girl in the Tiffany's box. I knew I belonged in that box. That was my worth. Right. I, right. Was, I was red sold Christian Louboutins. <laughs> I belong, you know, I had that worth of myself. And by the time that abuser got through with me, uh, I was I'm, on the clearance rack at the Dollar Tree. Oh my! And there is such a thing. Wow. But, yeah. but hearing certain things, there's certain catalysts and you can go back and, you know, kind of file certain things made you a little bit stronger, a little bit stronger, a little bit stronger. And, you know, I, I was changed. Oh boy, was I changed. My boundaries are in cement now. They're in concrete with steel posts. They never used to be. They were kind of wishy-washy. But now, yeah, mm -mm, no. So you're saying, so what I hear, Teresa, is one of the first things I hear is I had this incident, incident these things to happen to me, Travis. But you learned out of it, first things, the first thing that you learned was boundaries. You learned your worth. After you learned your worth, you learned boundaries. Correct. Wow. And, and you have to make absolutely sure that everybody, including, including your abusers, know your boundaries. Because like, for example, the person that says, well, why didn't you leave so sooner? That is an abusive thing for you to say, and we're not going to speak of it. Correct. Done. And if you continue, I will walk away. I will hang up the phone. Absolutely. Yep. You, you, yeah. you, yes, that's, that's better than what I do. I would just, I just would hang up and not even warn them. I just would yep. hang up the phone. <laughs> and leave them guessing, wondering why did he hang up? Well, right, you, right. Let's yeah. figure that out yourself. Yeah, we, yep. we're having a good conversation till you said something. So, yeah, <laughs> Teresa. Yep, uh, typically, though, typically when we talk about people in the and in these type of situations, typically those on the outside looking in kind of lack that inner perspective of the victim. Right. Whether it was, you no, know, it's kind of like if you work in someplace, somebody working someplace and they'd be like, oh, man, I bet that's a great place to work. Dude, you don't work here. You have no idea. Right. Uh, so typically those on the outside looking in lack the inner perspective of the victims and questions arise like, how could you allow this to happen to you? First, what would you tell any victim that is listening? Who feels this? Who feels like this? And secondly, what can you say to educate and help those who may be aware of someone uh, in this type of situation to support them better? Well, first and foremost, you know, a lot of people are ashamed, embarrassed, mm. they're humiliated about what is happening or has happened to them. No, 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 no. I am none of those because I didn't do anything wrong. The only thing I did wrong was give my heart to the wrong person. That's all I did. And even then, and we just talked about it, it, it wasn't a real person. So we have to make sure that the victims realize that they have nothing to be embarrassed about. Nothing. That person that abused them is the one that should be embarrassed and humiliated by society that they've done something so horrible to another human being at survive rise to thrive which is my my um 501c3 we work with not only victims and survivors but those that love them 
Because a lot of times the people that are in the circle will stand around and not sure what to say or what to do. So first and foremost, what you can do is just be there. Just be there so when the dust settles, they have you. They have you in their corner. Don't judge. Just be there. And the best thing you can say is, how can I help? What do you need? So I, I would tell victims and survivors and those that love them, reach out for help. Absolutely. Reach out to us. Reach out to us at Survive Rise to Thrive, me, Teresa LaRue, all over social media. I'm everywhere. Um, we can either help you or put you in touch with the people that can. Because a lot of people don't realize that, oh, we're just fighting. We only fight when the kids are asleep. Those children know about the trauma in the household. Oh, yeah. My abuser never hurts my dog. Believe me, your animals feel the tension in the house. Even the animals can feel it? Absolutely. Wow. Wow. And let me tell you, a lot of victims will stay because they, there is nowhere for them to go with their pets. So we've partnered with Praline's Backyard Foundation as well as Red Rover and I Heart Dogs so we can get you and your pets out safe and together. Wow. Because then when you are safe and you are in a good situation, you can have your baby back. That's your, your therapy. It, it, it might even be just a goldfish, but it's yours and it's who you talk to. And the last thing you want to have to do is leave your animals or your, or your pets or your children. We want to work with you to anything that's around you to get you out safely. So it's important to reach out. You know, back when I was going through my abuse, that was 16 years ago, 17 uh-huh. years ago. They didn't have the resources that they have now. Right. right. So, 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 many, so, many, so many options now to help, help victims a little bit more. Now. Right, right. Wow. And, and, you know, one of the the uh, and it's in my book, you might have read this, that um, one of the best things I did was I actually wrote down on a piece of paper everything mm-hmm. about my abuser. Absolutely everything. Wow. His, his driver's license number, where his mom lived, where his brother lived, where he worked, <laughs> the make model tag number of his car, oh, where he liked to hang out, everything. Right. So the night that the. Um, he had the knife at my throat and the police were there. My friend hand, just handed them that piece of paper. So within exactly. minutes of getting away, they put a bolo out and it was done. Yeah, they knew exactly where to go. That's yep. smart. That's yep. smart. That yep. that that that's a that's preparing, that's preparing for your way out. Yes. That was preparing for your way out. That, yep. That's incredible, guys. Can you, I want you to imagine this. I know you guys, you see Teresa here, and, and I want to show you something, guys. I, I want to show you something. Um, in, a, in a minute, I want to show you guys something in a minute. And, and listen to Teresa talk and listen to everything that she's saying. Can you imagine someone you say you love, you care about them, and they 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 putting this knife to you? You know, they, they're brandishing this knife in a threatening fashion to you. And all the thoughts that got to be going through your head at the time, you know, all the thoughts running through your mind at that time. And you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you don't even recognize who you see. And you're like, how in the world did I get here? How did, how did we end up in this? I mean, you are a physically gifted individual. A physically gift. Guys, I want to show you a picture of Teresa. She says she's been, you know, bodybuilding and training since she was 14. I pay attention. Look at this. <laughs> Can you imagine someone trying to physically? I wouldn't mess with you, Teresa. <laughs> I wouldn't mess. I would, I would walk on the other side of the street. I am not messing with that person. Right. Look at this individual. You are a physically gifted individual. You you competed and have been training for bodybuilding competitions since the age of 14. Yeah. How uh, well, thank you. Thank you for those those kind words. I appreciate them. I'm serious. I'm like, when I saw your pictures, I was like, man, what in the world? <laughs> Good my gosh, no way. 
Right. And my thing is this. You've been training since the age of 14. Mm -hmm. You're physically gifted. And guys, can you imagine? This is why I tell you, and the reason I put that picture up, Teresa, because I want people to understand abuse blurs the lines. Yes. Because it will uh, happen to people that you think it shouldn't happen to. You will see that picture and say, there's no way in the world, no way in the world somebody's touching that woman. Absolutely right. not. Right. It blurs the line. And I put that up because I want people to see that it happens to everybody right. from all walks of life. It's not a racial thing. It's not a gender thing. It doesn't matter. Black, white, what your, what your genealogy is, it happens to everyone. Yes. It's not a United States thing. It's not an Eastern Asia thing. It happens. To and you know, you know what? I, I live here in Northern California, and we have huge Indian population and a huge Asian population. Uh -huh. And those two cultures, abuse is expected and accepted. It's generational. Wow. wow. And wow. it's also not reported. Because it's generational and it's, 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 it's more, it's called, it becomes cultural. Yes, it absolutely is. It's ingrained yeah. to every individual's belief. Was this, it, listen, the reason you know, something, the reason why you could identify something that's cultural, if it's ingrained to every individual's belief, it's cultural. Right. Well, and, and the worst part is the, the sons and daughters see their grandfather and their mm -hmm. father. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Father beating their wife or their, or, or their mom, or, or their, their mom, or the mom actually browbeating the husband or wow. taking the money or, or whatever. And then they're like, they're like, that's the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to do it. Right, right. And so one of my missions is to break that cycle, to help the victims and survivors break that cycle of the cultural abuse. Whoa, well, now you're talking good now. Now, now, see, now, now that's a different thing. As they say, that's the horse of a different color, because now we're not just talking about uh, spur of the moment and now that way. But now we're talking about when we meet people. They may you you may be meeting someone who has a tendency of cultural abuse. This is just what they do. And if you will get the history to get their dad or their mom, you'll see somebody in their family has been doing this all along. Teresa, mm -hmm. yes, yes, Fact, absolutely. You, I can't say this enough. You are a physically gifted individual, training, you know, for bodybuilding for since the age of fourteen. However, however, your strongest moment did not come in a competition or a contest. It came when you found the strength to say enough is enough. Uh, describe what that moment of strength was like for you, and and to what, what was your then what was your tipping point that made you? Is you know when you lifting weights. You said, this is my tipping point. I'm going to get that strength I want. I'm going to lift the weight amount that I want. What was your tipping point uh, at that? You know, the straw that broke the camel's back was, I touched on it earlier. I pulled in all kinds of favors. You know, when you're trying to help someone and you pull in favors, right. I pulled in all kinds of favors to get this man into um substance abuse. Right, so right. He could get his, his, his medication for bipolar. He just needed help. Mm. And he, he was late for our meeting for me to take him there. Mm -hmm. And he called me within an hour after we were supposed to meet and he was drunk or high. This was eight o'clock in the morning wow. and he's screaming at me, everything he could possibly scream. And I kept hanging up the phone, hanging up the phone, hanging up the phone. And finally I said, that's it. I'm done. No more. I called the phone company. I said, change my number. Mm -hmm. And 
I was financially abused. He took everything of mine. Wow. I, I looked and I had no money. It was going to cost me $50 to change my number. I told the lady that answered, I said, this is why I need to change my number. She said, I'll do it for you for free. Wow. So it's not a mental abuse then. Uh, well, you know, there's so many different times, types of abuse. And, and you keep calling me physically gifted. Well, I could take the physical abuse. Just beat me all day because the the the, the bruises are going to heal. Right. They're going to heal. I mean, I still have scars on me from certain things. Like I have a mm. cut right here when he threw me into the coffee table and little things like that. But it was the mental and right. emotional and verbal abuse that stuck with me. True story, Travis. I was in the shower and I was thought I was alone taking a shower. He comes home and he throws open the shower curtain and proceeds to tell me how effing ugly I am and how disgusting I am and how lucky that he I had him. Come on. No one else would want me. And I did not deserve to take a shower with the light on. Come on, Teresa. He closed the door. He had turned the light off and closed the door. And I stood there and cried until that water ran cold. It was five years, Travis, until I could take a shower with the light on. Don't tell me words don't matter. Do not tell me they don't matter. Don't. We just we just did an episode last week. I'm just glad you you just said that. We did an episode. Last week's episode was, was all important, how words do matter. Words that we say to ourselves, that we say to people, and when a point that we brought out of last week's episode was, it's not just the words that we do say to ourselves. It's not just the words that people do say to us, but sometimes, Teresa, it's the words that people don't say to us. The things they need to say, the, those yeah. I love yous, I'm sorry, I will get help, it's my fault, those accountability words, I'm here for you. Absolutely. Those words that people sometimes don't say to us, man, they sometimes matter more than the ones people do say. Yeah. And, you know, it, I started I, I being in, in the fitness industry. I always believed about motivating and mm -hmm. inspiring my clients. And I started being so dedicated to investing in myself. And by that, I mean. Right. Right. I didn't go spend a lot of money on, you know, a class or 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 whatever, get my nails done. No, I I took time and invested in myself every single day and told myself, "Oh my gosh, I am beautiful. I am strong. I am empowered to create the life that I want to live." And I did that every single day. And it's so simplistic, so easy to do. And so powerful. Now, Absolutely. You, you can't just stand in front of the mirror and, and say these things and poof, it's going to happen. But you say those things, the universe starts changing your mind. It come starts on, changing on. your heart. So you actually can create what you want. You can make that dream come true. Classic example in my book about the condo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I that's my favorite. <laughs> I drove past that condo twice a day and I kept saying, Oh my gosh, I would love to live there. And the day I got those keys, it was August. It was August, Travis, 112 degrees in Baltimore. Hot. <laughs> I went in there, no furniture, turned on the fireplace, turned up the air conditioning, and laid on the floor, and I cried. I was crying out of just absolute, I was so proud. I was so right. excited that I had turned that, you know, that chapter was over. I was exactly. so happy. But I, every single day, I would love to live there. Oh, my gosh, I want to live there. And, and, you know, you can make it happen. But, you know, you know how you win, Travis? This is how you win. Let, let, me, let me tell you something. You have to have the willingness to want to change. That's your W. That I, your I, I just said it. Invest in yourself. You come first. And, you know, we always hear when we're, we're on the plane, you know, the oxygen mask is going to drop down. Put it on first before you put it on, you know, your kids. That's true. Invest in yourself by, by listening to motivational podcasts like yours. By, by telling yourself how important you are by Correct. setting boundaries. 
And then N is my favorite. Never, ever give up. That's how you win. Never. Those three Never. simplistic things. I like that. There I you like go. That. I like, yeah. What, man, when we take the time to invest in ourselves, then we begin to realize our value. We even begin to realize our worth. A lot of times, our worth and our worth a lot of times right now is people. Everybody, abuse aside, everybody typically draws their worth from what other people have said about them, what your job well, has that's said about you. Give somebody else the price tag. Say it. Say it. Ooh, ah, mind blown. Wait. Whoa, 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 T. You can't go past that. You're not going to run past that. Guys, Joy here dropped that one. She said because we give somebody else the price tag. Yeah, we let oh. them write our price. My God. Yep. <sighs> nope. Don't let someone else write your price. Hey, man, I told y'all. This was gonna be a good show. I told you. I know you know. I know. I told you. I've never heard somebody say that before, and you are so right. We give people, we give others permission. We give them the power. No, the we give power. them the power. We like to do that. We enable them. We, you know, that little clicky gun. We go. Yeah. Here you go. Set the price. I'm good. Are you out of your mind? No. My God. So we need to take back the power that we've given others that they have. And, and we sitting here wondering and frustrated why they don't see us the way we want them to see us because we have given them the power to see us differently. And, and, you know, it's interesting. A lot of victims will, and, and I do from people actually in a situation all the way to 20 years, 30 years out of a domestic violence situation. So I actually have worked with all that whole gamut. And, you know, what's interesting, I'll have a lot of victims say, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? This guy's showing signs of, you know, being an abuser, just like the last one. I'm like, well, what's your worth? What's your price tag say? And are you looking for good cheese at you know a, a cheap grocery store? Are you oh. going? To, or are you going to the bougie boutique down on Main Street? Man, man guys, I I told you. Look, look. I want to show y'all something. I want to show you something. This is what she's talking about. Whenever you know you're at a grocery store and you see them doing this. There's already a preset price that they had to put on each item. When someone meets you, let me help you out. When someone meets you, they already have in their mind a preset price of what they're going to set your worth at. The only way they're going to know what your worth is, you're going to have to tell them. They can get frustrated with you or not, but you're not going to meet me. And put a price on me. Yep. Teresa, you're not going to meet me and put a price. I'm going to tell you what my worth is. Yep. I'm going to let you know. Because if push comes to shove, there's not enough tape or numbers on your gun for me. Yep. Y'all, I told you she was good. Absolutely. I told you she did, listen. Did you see what she just dropped on us? Do you see what she just dropped? I told you Teresa was good, guys. I told you. Man, listen. All right, Teresa. I, I, I gotta say this. I gotta say this. Let me get some here. So, so now you you you've gone through these things, changed a lot. You got the condo. I love this condo story, guys. I'm gonna show you that condo story. Listen, man, that's some true stuff. That's some true stuff. You could do that. So now. Now you're an advocate against domestic violence, right? Yes. And, and an award-winning author. Yeah, she is an actual award-winning author, guys. Uh, I'm going to show you in a minute. I'm getting some stuff here. Uh, an award-winning author. 
how has this part of the journey made a uh, made a difference for you and those you come in contact with? Well, let me give you a, a quick backstory on 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 my book. Um, I was court ordered by the district attorney while I was awaiting trial for my abuser to keep a journal, and I started a journal and I just kept writing and writing and writing, and that mm-hmm. became my book. And I put it on a shelf. I met my husband. I moved out here to Northern California. And uh, in August of 2022, I I was taking one of my wonderful workshop classes. And I, um, I actually um, decided, you know what? I'm going to get that book out. I am going to get that book out right now. And I'm going to make this happen. So uh-huh. I want to put in facts. It was important to me that I put facts into my book. And the more facts I read, the more pissed off I got, the madder I got, this girl got angry. I can imagine. I was like, are you kidding me? This is this prevalent, not only in my circle, not only in this country, but in the world. And I said, I have to do more. I have to do more. This is a global epidemic. Absolutely. and we're just letting it go underneath the rug. We're letting, you know, rappers and and athletes and on, doctors and Indian chiefs and and everybody get away with this. And I said I have to do more. So I started Survive Rise to Thrive and also the SRT Foundation, which is my 501c3 C3. And through those, we do workshops in-person retreats, virtual retreats. Our next one actually is February 24th, and I'd love to invite your your listeners to that. Yep, it's a virtual workshop. It's a roundtable of love. Send me a link. Send me a link. I sure will. And the, the whole idea of the workshops and retreats is to master our mind. It starts up here. Correct. Our abuse starts up here. Okay. So that's where we have to get the strongest. That's where we have to be invincible. That's Correct. where we have to empower ourselves to actually create that life that we want. Man, I told See, I know y'all thought I was just joking. I told you. Teresa, this, this information is so, so helpful because uh, with those numbers we gave earlier, I guarantee you somebody right now that's listening is in that situation. I, I promise you. Whether they say anything about it, they are. Yes. And, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people I'll say, oh, please come to our workshop. Well, I don't know anybody that's, you know, I'm not being abused and I don't know anybody. Dude, okay. It That means you only have two friends. Exactly. You know, because. The chances are, you yeah. know somebody. Yeah. All right. So I got to ask this question. Let me get this up here real quick. I want to share something so everybody can see this. All right. Everybody should be able to see that now. Uh, I'm going to go off here. I'm going to get it where everybody can see it. And let me go here. I just want to share your website. Where everybody can see that. Perfect. I'm going to go off here. That's okay because I know what the website is. It is survivetherise.com, um, guys, and it is an absolutely phenomenal website to visit. Uh, absolutely great place to go to. Um, it, it has it's chock full of information, uh, con- ways to contact Teresa, and that is my next point. How can someone who's listening? And I know you and I talk. You know, you you actually you help people get out of the situation that they're in. You, I, I know. How can someone who's listening and in a need of what you offer reach out to you? And then, what is something you would say to encourage anyone right now? Let's say somebody's listening and they're in a tough spot. They're in a tough situation. What would you say right now to anyone who's listening? Um, that finds themselves in a domestic violence situation to do? What would you encourage someone to do right now? Well, first and foremost, reach out. And uh, I have a wonderful team around me. Everyone that's on my team is a survivor. 
So mm. we know what you're going through. Right, we, right. Been there. You know, that was very important to me that you had to be a survivor to be on my team, to be, you know, to actually work with people. Mm -hmm. um, reach out to me, survive, rise to thrive at gmail.com. Find me on social media. We're survive, rise to thrive. Um, there we there are. There it is. Yeah, um, there it is. So there is a contact information on here. And uh, if you go over, yep. So connect. Just hit connect and you actually, there you go, straight down, contact me and you get in touch and I will get back to you ASAP. Um, I have resources. Uh, we actually have helped people in the Philippines and in Mexico. Oh, wow. And, and in Canada. So um, one of my favorite stories, if I could tell it really quickly, I had somebody reach out to me. It was a Friday afternoon. And she reached out to me on Facebook and she said, I would, I, I have to get out of here. I need to get to my uncle's house in Virginia. She was actually four states away. I was able to finagle. And I use that word properly here because it was, <laughs> it was definitely a, a, a process. I was able to get her to her uncle's house in Virginia. And then she got settled. We got her resume and her first day of work, she sent me a picture with the biggest smile on her face. Now, she has a long way to go. Healing is not just a new job in a new place. It, it goes with you. But I, um, that was one of my, my biggest moments was that. Um, I'm working with a lot of people locally. I, I have people all over the country. And, you know, we're here for you. Reach out. Second thing is believe in yourself. Exactly. Believe in who you are and the strength that you have. Absolutely. A lot of people say, oh, I'm not strong enough to leave, but you're strong enough to stay. You are strong enough. That's right. You're more than enough. You are. You can do this. And you know, even if you just um, like and follow me on TikTok, every single day I post motivational stuff on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, you know, just pay attention to those things. And, and yeah, join our workshops. Our workshops are amazing. We have other survivor coaches that are there. Some are authors as well. Uh, my book specifically is about my journey, but more importantly, Travis, it's about how I totally changed my life completely. Right. I am not even close. I have it right here. Uh, so do I. So there. <laughs> Yay. So my rock, my hard place is my journey through domestic violence, but it's, it's also about how I got away, how I dug deep and found the strength inside. It was in there all the time. I just had to find it. And when I did, the sky was the limit at that point. And I wow. do apologize for grandpa. He wants to get my life. Oh, uh, why are you apologizing? Hello? Uh, <laughs> let's actually on screen. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not only uh, a domestic violence advocate. I am an animal rescuer. And yeah, animal I know rescuer. you like huskies. You're the. <laughs> I have two of those. Yep, they're right here, actually. Uh, I know you like huskies. You're not fooling me, Teresa. I know you like huskies. <laughs> I'm an animal lover. My husband always says, "I don't know if I I signed up for this, but." Um, you know, my book is is a testament to the strength that you actually can find within you. And, you know, it, it says on the front cover, through faith, the love of friends and fur babies. And I, I'm not in any way trying to downplay or upplay or support religion. What I'm talking about is the faith that I could do this, that right. I can get through this. You know, that night that the the knife was at my throat. I honestly, for a split second, thought I was going to die. Wow. I can imagine. I really, really did. I, I can't even begin to imagine, you know, the thoughts that went through your mind. And this was someone that I loved. Yeah. yeah. You know, someone that said, oh, I love you. And um, then I realized because, you know, when I was sitting in the hospital and, you know, all the doctors not looking at you and the nurses kind of looking everywhere, but in your eyes right. because they're they're embarrassed for you. Um, I realized that I was supposed to do more and this is what I'm doing now. I'm supposed to do this. Well, you know what? Here's what I learned, Teresa. Uh, before we get ready to get out of here, we all can do more. 
And, yes. and, and whether we, and, and a lot of times when we think about doing more, sometimes we always, our minds always go to one place. Oh, I don't have enough money to do money. This. Yeah. It could just be your time. You yes. Just, it could just be your time. And you it know, is- it's as simple, Travis, as liking and following a post <laughs> as sharing, sharing this podcast, for example, you know, if you, I have had so many people say, oh, I don't want to read about abuse, buy it and donate it to, to a someone who's abuse. in it. Let me tell you, there are plenty. There, there are plenty shelters around your city that you're listening right now. You're listening right now, and there are plenty of shelters around where you are. You could buy that book. You could get that book and give it to someone who can encourage them and help them see their worth. And when I say see their worth, the next relationship, the next person they meet, they're not walking around with a price tag that's already on them. Well, and so often when you're in a domestic violence situation, you truly feel like you're the only one, like you are completely alone. Right. And this book proves to you that someone as big and strong as I am, it can happen to me. It can happen to anyone. And here's the picture, guys. The contrast. There it is she right here. is. You, you think there's no way in the world. Look at she got those weights. She's in the gym. She's training. She's got a weight gloves on. I mean, there's no way in the world. Who's touching this person? Right. But I mentioned earlier that it blurs the lines. Teresa. Thank you. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Uh, uh, this won't be the last time we talk. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I am so glad that you are part of the show. And if I don't do this, Teresa, they're going to say, Travis, you can't end your show that way because they will. Because I, I tried to end my show once without my ending song. And I got so many messages like, no, you can never end your show without your music. Well, so, also, real quick, Travis, you can go on MyRockMyHardPlace.com and it'll take you right so you can order it. And I will personally, personally sign it to you and send it out. You got one. Yeah, uh, I did. I do have my personal copy right here. I love it. And in, and in the book, guys, she has a picture of her with a hus- one of her dogs. Yeah, she does. Uh, there you go. She loves them. <laughs> where, where is it? Where's that uh, uh, The very first page. <laughs> The very first page of the book. Don't play with me. That's my little husky. That's the little one. Oh, geez. I hate to see the big one. Goodness. Guys, as always, it's been a real blast. Listen, don't forget to visit our YouTube page. That's coming something good with a capital T. And as always, you can stream your favorite episodes on your favorite streaming platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, and so many more. I'm going to thank you. You can tune in right here each week, 6.30 p.m. Central, 7.30 p.m. Eastern to watch the show. And guys, don't forget, you can also pick up your copy of my ebook right there, Always Inspired, Practical Ways to Be Inspired to This Madness We Call Life. It's on Amazon. Use that Amazon link to get it, y'all. Don't play with me. Or you can use the QR code. That's right there. Guys, I want to thank our very special guest, Teresa, for being here today and enlightening and encouraging us. And as always, in parting, if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. I'm out of here. I got to go. Peace.